It's often a bit mystifying how brands magically go viral overnight. Sometimes they make it big, and other times they crash and burn. Is the road to brand fame and a bump to the bottom line worth the risk? I'm Alexis. And I'm Melissa. And we're just a little obsessed with these marketing moments. So join us as we break down the craziest brand stunts, from how the idea sparked to how the heck they pulled it off. Or didn't, and of course, will it stick? Well, hello, Alexis. <laughs> Let's come over here. Come closer. We are recording. Sorry, I was like, <laughs> we are recording. Today's she's out of it. She got her vaccination finally yesterday because she actually had COVID, so she had to wait. Yeah, and on a, they told me yesterday when I got it that I would be wiped out today. But and of course, me, I'm always like, yeah, right. I'm superwoman. It's not going to happen. And I woke up. I'm just like, I kind of feel like I'm in another world. Okay, well, I'll carry you through this, but I do need you to pay attention, okay? <laughs> Sit up. Sit up. Get your shit together. <laughs> Let me have another sip of this crack coffee. Yeah, I got her like this coffee this morning that she loves. It's up in my house, and it's way far from her. And it's like, get usually gets her buzzing, but today, she's just not buzzing yet. Uh, it's weird. Like... My brain, I am shaking. I am buzzing, but it's not registering. It's like an internal buzz, not like an external It's not like connecting with my brain. Okay. Um, Well, I want to ask you a question. Okay. What is your kid's favorite food? If you had to think of the all-time go-to backup plan meal for kids, no matter what, what is it? Dino nuggets. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's not what I was expecting you to say. I mean, here's my thing. My kids are foodies, remember? Yeah. So it's either dino nuggets or mac and cheese. Okay. That's what I was expecting. But it's really weird because Caden actually, he's really aware of his body lately. And he's telling me, he told me I'm allergic to cheese. I'm allergic to milk. So now when he orders, he orders no cheese. Like I didn't tell him he could be allergic. He just says it makes my tummy hurt. So he will not do mac and cheese. And then of course, you know, Dylan follows everything that he does. So now it's hard to even get them to do mac and cheese. That's crazy. Interesting. Well, most kids love mac and cheese. And actually, most adults love mac and cheese. I had like a complex for a while, though. My uncle, he would make us that nasty craft mac and cheese that we have in the office. I love that stuff. Oh, it's like the powdered cheese. I love powdered cheese. Disgusting. So like for so long, I didn't eat mac and cheese. And then now, you know, every cool restaurant does like fancy mac and cheese, yeah. like cold beers and cheeseburgers. Oh. Their mac and There's cheese. Like probably bacon to die for. Or something. Yeah, and I had Beckett's mac and cheese last night with pancetta. Ooh, interesting. Well, this year I woke up on July 14th. Do you know what July 14th is? No. National Macaroni Day? It is. It's National Mac and Cheese Day. I did not know this when I woke up. Okay. It was like a normal day. It was a Wednesday. I got ready for work. I headed into the office. And then I had a chance to sit at my desk and open social media and I was scanning the news, and the same news story was everywhere. Do you, by any chance, remember what that news was? No. Okay. Remember, I don't watch the news. Well, you, you're you on social media all the time, so. I actually was on vacation during National Macaroni Day because I was really upset that at the office I didn't get the macaroni. Oh, damn it. Okay, well, the Kraft Heinz Company had partnered with Brooklyn-based Van Leeuwen Ice Cream and had unveiled a limited edition Macaroni and cheese flavored ice cream. Yum. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. My stomach churns at the thought still. I love mac and cheese and I love ice cream, but like yuck together, that just sicks 
me out beyond belief. Gross. Yeah. I mean, I realized that at that point, like clearly it was National Mac and Cheese Day and this was the perfect day to launch a PR stunt and boy did Kraft and Van Leeuwen like win super big. This concept was to create a nostalgic, refreshing treat, perfect to be enjoyed on a hot summer day. And Van Leeuwen, in case you didn't know prior to this, because I didn't know, they're an upscale ice cream shop known for their luxury French ice cream flavors, like Royal Wedding, which has elderflower and lemon, which sounds amazing. Yum. And it's famous Earl Grey flavor. Okay? Wow. So to make this special mac and cheese ice cream treat, they churned in the cheese powder that you love so much into ice cream. Oh. And actually, according to Eater, which in case you don't know, is one of like the top foodie media outlets, they actually said it's delicious. Really? Yeah. Isn't that kind of unbelievable? Kind of unbelievable. So according to a craft rep, not only does it taste delicious, but it is also made with high quality ingredients and contains no artificial flavors, no preservatives, and no dyes, just like Kraft mac and cheese, which... I had no idea that Kraft's claim to fame was that it didn't have any of those things. That cheese is artificial. Like, how can boxed cheese... That's powder. ...not not be artificial, but it's not. So I feel way better about eating it. (laughs) Good. I'm so glad you do. Yes. um, Now you can think you're eating a healthy snack. No, it's not healthy. (laughs) The ice cream was available nationwide online and in Van Leeuwen's ice cream shops in New York, California, New Jersey, and Texas. So, of course, it sold out, like, instantly. And I think what I read is they plan to, like, actually keep selling it because people are in love with it, which is so hilarious. The campaign's really new. Like, it literally just launched a few weeks ago. I mean, at the time of this recording, it's the middle of August or early August. So it was just a few weeks ago. So we don't have any actual stats on what it did for the brand. But if you do a quick Google search of mac and cheese ice cream or any of those terms – you will get hundreds of high-profile media placements. And of course, the internet just freaked out. I mean, it was trending on Twitter. It was everywhere, you know? That is awesome. I know. And stunts like this are genius. I mean, it's no surprise. We've covered stunts before. We clearly love them. We're always intrigued by them. There are hundreds of obscure national holidays for brands to jump all over with annex like this to get attention. Yeah. I mean, every day is a national holiday for like, 55 things. Oh my God. I know. I get so mad sometimes with social media. I'm like, really? Do we need to talk about National Peanut Day? Yeah. Doing a cheese flavored ice cream on National Mac and Cheese Day for Kraft like is a perfect fit, right? Perfect. So I wanted to do a roundup of some of the strangest food related PR stunts. Maybe not strangest, just most random food related PR stunts out there. Okay. And I'm not sure if you're going to be extra hungry after this episode or if you'll need to, like, take some kind of anti-nausea medication. We'll see. <laughs> it reminds me because I was watch- doing Oreo yesterday, the other day. Yeah. And one of the chefs made an Oreo tortilla. Huh. I know. I was like, like I don't know if that sounds good or bad. taco in? Yeah. Ooh. They for It's gross. I'm way. not. But he was that. like a top chef. I'm like, oh, people get creative. They really do. Okay, so you ready to buckle up? Okay, let's go. (laughs) Fasten your seatbelt, Alexis. I'm fastened. Have you ever used spray butter? Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) When I first met you, you were so obsessed with that. Are you, do you still use that? No, I mean, I actually, I looked in my fridge this morning and there is a bottle because the kids like to put it on popcorn. 
But if you ask any of my college roommates about me and spray butter, they will laugh forever and tell you that that was like my drunk snack, not spray butter, but like, like sprayed in your mouth. No, <laughs> ew. but I would oh, like my friend, my girlfriends would order like pizza and like gross stuff like that. Just whatever. You don't want to be eating that late night unless whatever. I don't know. You want to feel like crap. I would just make a bag of popcorn, like in the microwave popcorn and just douse it in spray butter. And that was my like after the bar snack every time we went to the bars. I mean, what was I thinking? I mean, I, I prefer real butter these days, just to be clear. <laughs> but I can't believe it's not butter has a long history of embracing the fun side of cooking. And they're constantly poking fun and encouraging customers to have fun with its brand. So just this summer, the brand launched a parody on perfume ads for its hashtag not butter summer campaign to lean into the popular return of hot girl summer, And this video came out just in time for 4th of July barbecues and picnics. Seductive, spritzy, savory. Smell that will tingle your nose's taste buds. Does the nose have taste buds? Maybe. I'll look it up later. Introducing Pot de Beurre. Not butter. A smell and taste you can't believe. Don't even try to believe. Summer never smelled so good. The nose doesn't have taste buds. I looked it up. Pot de Beurre. The official spray of Not Butter Summer. It's everything I imagined. <laughs> what did you think of that ad, Alexis? That, that commercial. hilarious. So... I Can't Believe It's Not Butter released a new spot for a phony scent called Pas de Beurre, which in French means no butter. (laughs) The ad is narrated by an unseen duo, a man and a woman, and they're like whispering about the scent's seductive, spritzy, and savory qualities before derailing into a conversation about whether or not noses have taste buds, and they don't. They don't. Okay. The campaign was created in partnership with the agency Glow to encourage consumers to have fun and get back to grilling this summer. The campaign was purely digital, and it utilized health and cooking influencers like at Arts and Food, at Eating NYC, and at Choosing Chia, and they're all pretty big influencers, who all announced the contest on their own handles. And the brand also unveiled an AR social lens that would allow people, like Instagram users, to become a kebab, corn cob, or salmon and play with the I can't believe it's not butter spray product. I actually want you to do it real quick. Okay. So can you explain kind of what that app does, Alexis? I'm turning into a shish kebab, a salmon, a corn on the cob. (laughs) It's awesome. So cool. I love this stuff. I know. It's so fun. So... The whole campaign culminated in a grill and chill sweepstakes that actually runs through August, so this month, and one lucky winner will win the ultimate grill and chill prize pack, which includes, are you ready, Alexis, a I can't believe it's not butter branded plug and play hot tub. What? A hot tub? Like a a out of the ground hot tub. Hot tub. Plug and play with a giant... I can't believe it's not butter decal. <laughs> God. Whose idea was that? It also, if you win this amazing prize, you get a 54-quart steel-belted cooler, you get a shuck marinate grill chef's apron, and 
a year's supply, which is only 12 bottles of I can't believe it's not butter. That's it? That's what you win? <laughs> well, and 10 second place winners receive the cooler apron and spray. But the hot tub is really weird. The hot tub. I mean. I just don't get the connection. I know, it's like the summer thing. Summer theme, I guess. It's I don't summer. Know. You don't want to be in a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Like a kiddie pool would have been better. Yeah. Right? So anyways, the hashtag no butter summer was meant to remind us to have a little fun this summer as the country returns to normal and backyard barbecues once again are a staple. Of course, like this was shared and reshared and reshared all over social media. It actually resulted in 14,000 signups in just a few days. And that was a few days after this launch. So I'm sure it's like way more than that now. I mean, there's that many, I can't believe it's not butter fans. <laughs> I mean, I'm always like amazed how many people like, would you follow I can't believe it's not butter on Instagram? Well, now I'm going actually, to. actually, in diving into this, I found they do some, they had Fabio as a rep. Oh my They God. do some cool campaigns. They just like have a bunch of fun with it because it's such a not serious product. I mean, it's plastic butter, right? Yes. Basically. Ew, look at this one on Instagram. It's like memories for Father's Day and they made that I can't believe it's not butter, a man and a woman. What is that? Like, and a like the guy has a mustache on the tub of butter and a toupee and the woman has like the iconic 80s feathered hairstyle, you know? Oh, random. I don't know. But anyway, see fun brand. Now you're going to follow them. I just follow You're welcome. Them. Okay. Have a little fun. Use a little spray butter. Spice Fabia. up your life. I mean, talk about C-list, Fabio. <laughs> Is he C-list? Oh, my God. <laughs> he might be even D. Okay. Ready to move on? Okay. I don't know. I'm pretty Get upset. ready. This one's good, one. too. So we both love to travel. Okay. We've established that. I mean, we talked about it in the airline ads episode. We just we just love it so I know. Much. I'm so happy travel's back. Travel is back. So I can, though, be a little bit of a nervous traveler. <laughs> you mean... You can, if anyone's ever traveled with Melissa, if there's one bump, she like jumps on your lap and cuddles into a ball. <laughs> That's literally what I wrote. I was like, you know, I've been on a lot of flights with you over our years of running a business together. And when we hit turbulence, how many times have I grabbed your arm? Or if for some reason we're not sitting next to each other, the poor random person next to me is like, I'm molesting them practically. <laughs> Right? I remember we didn't sit together on one time and like on a flight and you gave that guy a spiel before we took off. Like, I just want you to know I might grab you. And I don't know if he was excited or scared. I think at first he was excited and then when you actually did it, he's like, What is like, this? Like, what am I doing? supposed to be doing here? <laughs> well, my trepidation about flying like isn't so bad. I mean, like, I love to travel, so I get over it and it's fine. A lot of people actually need an emotional support animal to deal with the stress of flying. Okay? Oh my God, but, emotional support animal. I know, animal. let me tell you. So I was gonna say people need them, but many people who don't need them claim to need them, right? It's a very popular trend. Like we now see emotional support animals all over the place. Airplanes, grocery stores, malls. Frankly, the vast majority of these animals are not actually emotional support animals, right? No. And I worked in student housing and I remember we'd not allow pets because college kids don't take care of their dog. They let them poop everywhere and it's horrible, right? Yeah. But do you know when this trend happened, people, girls would come in and be like, we'd say, you have a dog. We're going to find you. She, and they would say, 
I'll bring my letter. It's an emotional support. I've had to go to a psychiatrist and I need a dog. Bullshit. (laughs) Well, a lot of people do this. And really, like you just said, they're just pet owners who want to be able to bring their pets everywhere. And they get that fake certification. And actually, market my husband is just like you. There is nothing that drives him crazier, probably because he's so particular. Like, we've invested a lot in training our dogs, and they're really well-behaved. So, like, when we go and see a so-called emotional support dog dragging its owner through the airport, clearly untrained, because any actually trained emotional support dog walks nicely next to you, like a trained animal. He, like, literally goes bananas. He, like, wants to go off on the person. I'm like, whoa. Not the time, not the place, okay? You're going to bring your dog in all these public areas. They have to be, like, well, extremely well-behaved. They should be. Well, according to Airlines of America, from 2016 to 2017, there was a 57% increase in passengers traveling with animals, and the majority of those were reported to be emotional support animals. So it was a trend. Oh, yeah. I mean, here's the other thing that I always wonder. You know, Wes is allergic to dogs. There's a lot of other people. How is that okay with... Dogs on the plane and all that stuff. I think, well, that's just in the world. Dogs are allowed everywhere pretty much. I think dog allergies are not very severe. I think that's why it's not a thing. But I don't know. That's a great question. Apparently, sometime in 2018, a woman in New Jersey actually attempted to bring a peacock on a flight as her emotional support animal. Did you say peacock? Peacock. Like the ones that expand their feathers? <laughs> yeah. That are, they're mean. Yeah. <laughs> what? So, one fast food brand jumped on this trending piece of news in a very weird way. Okay. Popeyes, the brand famous for its, like, delicious chicken and biscuits. Like, so good. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not even kidding. I know I'm laughing. I love, I love chicken and biscuits. <laughs> Oh my God. I do. I wonder if like anyone's listening and like she loves chicken fingers, mac and cheese. If you see this woman, it's like, how is she so skinny and she eats all this shit food? I mean, I don't eat a lot of it and I also work out, but like I'm not going to deprive myself of some good chicken and biscuits, okay? So anyways. Sometimes I wonder like if you you were, or you're like trapped in the wrong body. Anyways, back to Popeyes. They created their own emotional support animal for weary travelers, and they offered emotional support chicken. Okay. So travelers passing through Philadelphia International Airport over the holidays in 2018 could pick up a three-piece tenders combo packaged in this special carrier shaped like a chicken. Oh, my God. Okay, so what do you think of this box, Alexis? I think it's brilliant, and it's like a to-go box that has a chicken head, and I mean, it looks like a chicken. It does, and it says emotional support chicken on the side of the box. I will absolutely post a picture, and according to the company, the chicken provides comfort and nourishment during stressful air travel. The box read, unlike other chicken, it is marinated in real Louisiana spices for 12 hours and must be permitted to fly without restriction. Oh, my God. You know what's gross about that? I hate when people bring stinky food on the plane. Like, I think this chicken was stinky. Well, just like <laughs> chicken fingers are stinky. Really? And you're, well, you're like in that small space. And Everything it, in it. The whole airplane smells like chicken. I mean, I had this guy that brought 
McDonald's Whopper next to me one time and he didn't throw it away for the whole flight. So I had to smell it for like three hours. <laughs> Did you ask for a bite? Then he took his shoes off and put oh, them God. like. That is where I draw the line. I'm like, sorry. And food, socks. Food is one thing. Fine. Bring your stinky food that you are, have a right to eat. Nobody gave, mister, nobody gave you the right to take off your shoes on the airplane. And not just shoes. Like, he took off his socks, That is disgusting. No, don't do it, people. If you do it and you listen, I'm sorry. I feel like they should make that as an announcement. Like, you know, smoking's (laughs) not allowed. Stinky feet, like, are not allowed. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Well, the stunt was creative and cute. But, of course, one organization had to throw some major shade at Popeyes for doing this. Okay. Do you know who might have thrown some shade? PETA. Yes. PETA came out and said that the emotional support chicken carry-on airplane meal mocks mental illness in animals who died gruesome deaths. I mean, it's a cardboard chicken. It's not, I I don't see the problem. I do not see the problem. The stunt was a quick one. It was actually only executed at one airport for a few days, but wow, did it work. And it earned so much media coverage, almost as if it had been this like huge national national promotion. The creative stunt actually got coverage in like USA Today, Forbes, Fox, ABC, Inc. I mean, everyone covered it. And this is why I love this one is it's a great reminder that a really effective PR campaign does not have to require big bucks. This was so cheap. A couple days, one airport, they already had the location in the airport. They already had a Popeye's. They didn't have to like do a pop-up. They just created a new package. That's it. That's it. And it got so much press. I mean, how much could that packaging have cost? For three days. Not that much. Brilliant. Couple grand, maybe. 10, 20 grand, right? Yeah. To design a new package, print it. This was awesome. I, I, I mean, was- brands just need to think creatively and, you know, way out. <laughs> think outside the box? Yes. Think outside the chicken box. <laughs> and they did. Awesome. I loved that one. Okay. The next one. For the 2021 Super Bowl, Oatly, the original oat drink company, Paid somewhere around five million bucks for its Super Bowl commercial. Do you remember that commercial? I don't, but do you remember Erica? I told you from yoga told us to cover Oatly. a bunch of people did. Krista said the same thing. So I want to show you this commercial. It's like milk made for humans. It's like milk. Made for humans. Wow. Wow. No cow. No, no, no. Wow. So, Alexis, what's your first reaction to that commercial? Wow, no cow. <laughs> yes, that was my first reaction as well. I mean, first off, have you heard of Oatly before? Before, I know someone recommended we cover no. it, but like, do you know what it is? No. Okay. I had no idea either. But the commercial, which we just played for you, at least the audio, features the CEO of Oatly sitting in a field of oats in Sweden, playing on a keyboard and singing his own original jingle. Just what every marketing professional hopes his CEO wants to do. Fucking make up a jingle and buy a Super Bowl commercial. And the song is horrible. The song is horrible, okay? But it was meant to be horrible. So the CEO wrote the song himself. My personal favorite part is when he gets to the three-word chorus and sings over and over again, wow, no cow. Like, what? 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 So 
it's annoying, but you know, it's a little catchy. And Oatly is, it's oat milk. It's not cow milk. That's why he's saying, wow, no cow. Like it's so amazing. It's milk that's from oats, not from a cow. Okay. So weird. I didn't know you can make milk from oats. Well, I think you did. Don't you order some fancy oat milk coffee? No. Oh, who does? Lindsay. Lindsay does. Okay. Someone does in my life. So the low budget commercial only took a few takes to capture and it was nothing like any other super high production value commercial that we're used to seeing, especially in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? But clearly it was intentional. I mean, the internet could not stop talking about this crazy, weird commercial. The interesting part is that this commercial was originally filmed in 2014 in Sweden. So this, just keep in mind, this was in the 2021 Super Bowl that we saw and then it blew up online, okay? So originally produced in 2014 in Sweden, it was banned there because the Swedish dairy lobby sued Oatly. The lobby said that the ad (laughs) disparaged cow's milk as unhealthy. They sued Oatly because they were saying cow's milk was unhealthy by saying, wow, no cow. That's crazy. Isn't that so weird? So once the brand started picking up some momentum in the U.S., like a few years after that, it decided smartly to use that banning to its advantage and repeat the same commercial in the most primetime spot during the Super Bowl. So of course, the weird nature of the ad got everyone's attention. People loved it. But mostly people hated it and people really hated it and everyone was talking about it and likely like buying Oatly because they were just so weirded out by this weird commercial. Like it was awesome brand awareness even though it might have been – Because people were talking about it. They were talking about it. So these people instantly took to social media with a mix of joy, confusion, annoyance. Again, they just had all the things to say about this commercial and – The oat milk brand expected this. I mean, the brand responded to an ad age interview and said, you can look at it and say, that might be the stupidest use of ad space on the Super Bowl ever, which maybe, right? Well, I mean, it's so low production. They saved their money on the production. And And they paid for the spot. Yeah. It was 5.5 million for one 30 second spot, by the way. Oh my God. But basically like that was the plan all along. I mean, Oatly clearly got it because they even sold a t-shirt on their website, which is sold out within like three days that said, I totally hated that Oatly commercial. People bought that shirt from the Oatly website and it sold out. (laughs) What? So they were making fun of themselves, which is awesome. Awesome. Right? And making money on a shirt too. Yep. So when the media outlets started to cover the story, they dug into like the banning of the ads in Sweden. And of course that made it even bigger news. Just like when we covered like the Thinks episode, anytime an ad is censored or or banned, it becomes way bigger news. So the US was obviously receptive to it. We didn't ban it here, but it made the news that it was banned in Sweden. So on the same night in the US, one of the brand's rivals, I always say it wrong, Chobani, right? Chobani? Chobani. I think it's Chobani. Okay. They ran a 15-second commercial for their own oat milk. Of course, it was like totally lost in the success of the Oatly commercial. Fox Business called it possibly the worst Super Bowl ad ever, but in the very same story, they said that the investment may have been the best like use of the money that the brand could have spent. Shortly after the ad aired, the brand unveiled that it was eyeing a $10 billion valuation for an IPO, 
which actually ended up coming to fruition in May of this year. Wow. So, I mean, they played their cards right, and they got all the attention. You can actually get Oatly in your coffee at Starbucks, and it's pretty much all the rage. But I just want to say, like I said in the beginning of this, please take this as a word of caution. Most of your CEO's weird marketing ideas should be thrown out the window. Yeah. (laughs) Don't let your CEO sit in a field of oats or corn or anything and sing a jingle that he or she wrote himself unless he or she is like a musician, please. Again, I'm so excited. I'm like, their marketing is really cool. Super cool. Yeah, they do it. They do it good. So that was Oatly. Okay. Wow. Alexis. I, I think stop thinking about the peacock thing. Like, who, what insane person would try to bring a peacock on a plane? I think you should try it. <gasps> oh my God. Okay. Last one. My favorite time of the year, I think it's your favorite time of the year too, is the holiday season. It's the holiday season. Love it. Okay. See? Gospel singer. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) I mean, it's the sights, it's the smells, it's the shopping. It's like just joy, right? I know. I'm so happy. I mean, I'm my best self around Christmas. Me too. And what are your favorite holiday scents? Like cinnamon, gingerbread, nutmeg? No, pine. Pine. I mean, I just, I actually, in my diffuser, put Christmas, you know, I'm a hippie. I love all those oils. Mm-hmm. I have like winter nights in the summer because it just makes me feel good. Like I love pine and cedar wood and all that stuff because I feel like I'm in, you know, can cuddle up in a cabin somewhere by the fire. Yeah. What about fried chicken scent? <laughs> Damn it. More fried chicken. <laughs> no, I do not like fried chicken. It doesn't remind you of the holidays. No. Well, KFC USA wants to change your mind on that. They actually want your cozy fireplace to smell like fried chicken with their 11 herbs and spices fire log. Oh my God. So this first launched in 2018 and it sold out in three hours. Oh my God. So because of the success, the brand has repeated this every single year. In fact, you could go on Amazon right now and buy a KFC 11 Herbs and Spices fire log for about 15 bucks. Oh my God. A press release for the brand stated that the smell of the Colonel's original recipe fried chicken is unmistakable. Yes, that is true. However, is it a scent for Christmas? No. Okay. According to research reported in Psychology Today, smells trigger areas in the brain strongly linked to memory. It suggests that if you place the 11 herbs and spices fire log in your fireplace and a bucket of fried chicken on your table, your holiday guests will have a warm and fuzzy feeling that lasts all season long. Oh my God. Who is serving a bucket of KFC for holiday dinner? I'm sorry. I love fried chicken. I would be the girl who would do it, but you don't do that. Oh my God. That is crazy. (laughs) So one would imagine that a fried chicken scented log would not be such a hot commodity, but it literally sells out every year. The brand claims that it's actually the perfect gift for dinner party hosts and white elephant exchanges alike. Actually, that's genius. I am buying 12 for white elephant gifts this year. A hundred percent I'm doing it. That's genius. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give one to you. Do not uh, give one to me. I don't want my whole house to <laughs> smell. I have a wood-burning fireplace. Oh, I'm going to come light it. No. When you're not home. Oh, yes. 
Um, No one knows, Melissa. She pranks me all the time. It's horrible. They know by now because I've talked about it. Each aromatic log comes in a box just like the ones KFC's fried chicken is served in. And it's actually useful. People go crazy every year on social media for this. And according to KFC, the log, which is developed in conjunction with Envirolog, so it's environmentally friendly, is designed to make your home smell like fried chicken and feel as warm as an extra crispy drumstick. Oh my God. And like I said, the customer demand for this product keeps growing every year. So much so that the brand partnered with Walmart and now sells the logs in store at Walmart, which is the perfect demographic. I mean, here's the deal. Again, what is so smart by some of these brands, they created an entirely different product and revenue stream. Think about how much revenue that generates because they're $23 on Amazon, Oh, right? they are right now probably because it's not season, but when they come out, they'll be lower. Yeah. But still, yeah, right? Totally. And if they're sold in Walmart, I mean, that's more than a bucket of chicken. So I wonder what their revenue stream is from well, freaking KFC, logs. we have to do a whole episode. I was tempted to leave this out because in research, the KFC crushes the stunt game. We have to do a roundup. They actually have, they sell wrapping paper too. Like, they sell a bunch of products that you'd be like, what? We need to recommend that for you-know-who. Who? Who? Our new client. Oh, yeah. Because their merch is, like, to die for. That was, like, one of the things all of our employees, when we said we got them. Okay, we have, like, 40 new clients, so I still need another hint because I just said, yeah, but I don't know. Who are we talking about? Chicken. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if we want to mention <gasps> them yet. That's a great idea. But how cool because oh God, their their branding is amazing. Oh I can't gosh. wait for the kickoff meeting. We have to just talk about some cool yes. ideas. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, yes, they're sold in Walmart and you can buy them online. But of course, KFC has to warn everyone because there are some people out there who might try to eat the log. <gasps> so there's a warning label. Also, they remind you don't get too close to the fireplace, even though the smell is so enticing, because you might burn your eyebrows off. Oh my God. Speaking <gasps> of burn your eyebrows off, Caden burnt his eyelashes and singed his hair up at the ranch this weekend. And I scared the crap out of him. I'm like, death by burning, or if you get burned, it is the most miserable thing. I mean, literally all his eyelashes were white and his whole side of his head singed. Oh my God. I know. But I could just see a funny commercial for KFC, like someone getting like enticed and going so close to the fire, like that they wanted to eat it. Good but thing. But the problem is there's actually stupid people that would do something that like would that. do it and then sue the brand. Like think I know. about the Gorilla Glue lady. I know. What the Gorilla Glue? I mean, Does that's... anyone know what that is? This chick put Gorilla Glue on her hair because she wanted that like sleek look and then tried to sue the brand because she couldn't get Gorilla Glue, super glue, out of her hair. Who thinks they need to put that on the warning label? Please don't apply to your hair. I just can't with people. That's what worries and me then about she, then she sued them for a ton yeah. of money. Or I don't know if she sued them, but they like sent her a ton of money. No, they paid for her to go to like a specialist to get surgery. To get like surgery. To get her helmet head surgically removed. It's not funny, but it is. I'm sorry. Anyways, back to KFC. I am here for it. I will take the holiday vibe starting now, and I am here for the fried chicken. I am. I cannot handle it. I just want to know, you know what's interesting? How do these brands know? I guess they'll just, how will they know if it will stick? How right? will they know? I mean, well, they keep repeating it every year because people buy it. But that's a huge investment to create fire logs and that package. That, I mean, maybe. I don't know what the cost is. But year one, they're probably like, oh, this is going to be cute. Let's try it one time. 
I mean, it's it, they probably dropped scent onto logs. Like it couldn't have been. I mean, yes, it was an investment to create packaging and all that. But I mean, they're making money on it, and they're getting so much press. So cool. So that is a wrap, Alexis. What Ooh, do you that think? was so fun. Yeah. I guess we're gonna have to get chicken fingers for lunch even though you had them yesterday. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I had them yesterday. So I will do it again. Alrighty. I was actually listening to Ad Weeks. That's probably an ad podcast the other day. It's actually pretty good. They did an episode a few weeks ago where the editors bantered about PR stunts in general, like high level, and the effectiveness. And one of them said that the real measurement isn't if it's good or bad. It's if it's effective, because as we know, there are so many super shitty PR stunts, but they're super effective because they get people talking and they increase sales. All press is good press, right? I mean, ish, but like still, there's really a bad PR stunt could truly be bad and detrimental to a brand for sure, or a bad PR stunt could be a bad stunt that was super effective. So, you know, when we make it big time, Hmm. guess who's going to be our first sponsor? A chicken finger brand. Oh, for sure. I mean, they're... Canes. Raising Canes. Are you out there? (laughs) We love our chicken fingers. I love my chicken fingers. I mean, we'd much rather have Raising Canes as a sponsor than KFC, the bucket, right? Yeah. I mean, I I feel like you would take anything. (laughs) I'll take it. So... Just pay us in chicken. (laughs) No, I, I prefer the cash. I'll buy the chicken. Pay me in money. Okay. Okay. So I want to share a few of my sources as we wrap this up. I read an article on The Grocer titled The 19 Best PR Stunts of 19 in Food and Drink and Two That Backfired, and that was from 2019, as well as Ad Ages article by Jessica Wool from February 2021 titled See Oatly Bring a 2014 Ad Banned in Sweden to the U.S. for its Super Bowl debut. I also sourced an article from USA Today by Kelly Tycho titled Popeyes is jumping on the emotional support bandwagon with its new emotional support, <laughs> support, support. <laughs> emotional support chicken from 2018. And a story from Delish from 2020 titled, You Can Buy KFC Chicken Scented Fireplace Logs at Walmart. Oh my I mean, God. those are a lot of words in one sentence that I just never thought would go together. Dude, I got, I got some fun ideas right now. I gotta go. All right. I hope you all enjoy some yummy chicken fingers tonight. And we hope you subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. And I hope after this episode, you leave us a five-star review because (laughs) this one was rocking, Melissa. I mean, we dare you to try to bring the most random emotional support animal to an airport. Please, I double-dog dare you, and you cannot back down from a double-dog dare. Do it. Do it. Take Take a a photo and tag us. Okay. Peace. Peace.